look, no longer is it enough to pick up a microphone and talk and get your agency to publish that as an episode on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. That is done. That is 2019. And folks, that was pre-COVID. We have moved on. If that's what you're doing now, if you're just recording conversations and publishing them, good luck to you. If, if you don't care about the results, if you're just doing it for a bit of fun to meet some people, fine. Then continue doing that. But if you're investing time and resources in this and want results, you need to change the way you and your agency, your podcast agency, work together. Because what's happening is there is a tangible polarization of the market. And I can tell you this for a fact because for uh, enough months now, we've been tracking the ranking data of podcasts on Apple and Spotify and understanding that what's happening is a, a distinct change in the algorithm. Now, if you want to put it into context, let's go back to the days of Amazon, the biggest bookstore on earth, and not just the biggest bookstore, but the biggest e-commerce platform on earth. Yeah, sure, maybe Alibaba sells more, but Amazon has more SKUs. It has the biggest authoritative catalog. You know, what happened with Amazon was there was a time when Amazon opened up Create Space and Kindle, self-publishing, and then everybody published a book. And by virtue of the fact that you published a book, you had an audience. But that soon got old. Simply publishing didn't guarantee an audience anymore because some of the guys got clever they learned the Amazon algorithm and then they realized that if they worked with the algorithm as opposed to against it, they could get more audience. And by virtue of getting more audience, the guys who weren't learning the algorithm got less. It's just they got a bigger slice of the pie and therefore by virtue of that, the other guys got less. In the same way, if you were to create a website today, you would do it with Google in mind, right? That has to be your touchstone. How is Google going to spider, index, and present my website to potential customers? In the same way, you should be thinking the same about your podcast. And the reason why is that it's getting easier to produce and harder to promote your podcast. So your agency needs to be more than an outsourced production house if it's going to deliver results. You can have an outsourced production house, that's fine. And that works for those people that just want to produce content. Maybe they're just doing it because they can't be bothered to produce themselves. Maybe it's easier. Maybe they understand the game. Maybe they understand the algorithm. Maybe they've got the promotion thing down. And therefore, you don't need an agency. However, if you don't understand the algorithm, if business benefit of the podcast is important and if growing an organic audience is key, then you need an agency who understands all of that. Because your agency, your podcast agency, needs to take your idea and deliver a measurable business benefits. They need to understand share of voice. How would this podcast create share of voice? for our brand. So I'm going to share with you the five P's of 
working with a podcast agency successfully. I'm giving away trade secrets here, but I don't care because, you know, I look at people like Neil Patel, who have successfully done this in SEO. He basically tells you how he runs his business. He gives away the secrets. But sure, that might fuel a few competitors and give them a leg up in the game. But ultimately, that's not how we roll these days. A position of competition. I believe that educating the market, you know, hard work. So the more I can do it, and the more other people can do it as well, the more everybody benefits. So the five P's about working with a podcast agency agency successfully aimed at comms leaders, marketing heads, specifically B2B marketing heads. These are the factors you need to assess your podcast agency on. One, performance. Does your podcast agency consider your business objectives? The first question they should be asking is, what do you want to achieve? Why are you doing this? What is the measure of success? Because like the old Peter Drucker saw, what's measured gets done. If your business KPI at the time is, let's say, acquisition, and yet you're building a podcast for thought leadership, there may be a conflict in that. They may be complementary, but you've got to understand that at the end of the day, the metric is what matters. That's what we gravitate towards. And it might be easy to brush over these details in the excitement of starting a podcast and, you know, the agency pitching the idea to you and you getting all kind of fuzzy and warmed up to the idea of what this could be. But don't let that obscure and paste over the cracks because they will appear later on. How is this podcast moving the needle of my business metrics, importantly defined by which metric is this podcast impacting? Because that then becomes the forcing function, borrowing from Amazon as an example, of the project. Because if we're all on board with the same metric, that then becomes the DNA of the project. It will help keep force behavior into the parameters, within the parameters of the business objective and keep bringing it back to that default position. And that will shape everything. And even for the brand themselves, having a clear understanding, you know, that becomes the top page of the project. If that metric is defined on the canvas, then you'll keep coming back to it, reminding yourself why you're doing it. And then your social guy can pick up on that. You know, you may have a digital agency, they can pick up on that. You know, partners may be able to pick up on that. And the more people you've got involved, the more voices, the more it gets pulled around. But that's important now then to have that centralized, clear metric. So first P, performance. Metric, also your podcast agency needs to have a clear understanding of the difference between B2B and B2C podcasts. You do not want to be bankrolling their education on this. Your agency needs to understand this because the metrics of each are very different. 
If you're chasing a B2B market with a B2C metric and strategy, you're going to be disappointed. And what you've effectively done is bankrolled your podcast agency to learn that for other clients. You don't want to do that. Higher experience, a good podcast agency will know the difference and many specialize in one or the other. If they're not specializing, then mm, be careful because it means that they haven't yet worked it out. So, P, performance. Second P, planning. Now, your podcast agency needs to design your podcast with your audience in mind. Guys, we have gone way beyond man speaks to man about man's boring journey. We've done that. Okay, fine. That was a start for many people to get into the game. But increasingly, audiences are getting tired of that. It's interesting. It's a start. But if you're a brand and you want share of voice, you have to move beyond that. And in many ways, that's the planning function of a podcast agency that they can suggest to you what the possibilities are. They should know different formats. They should know brand originals, enterprise podcasts, news-based formats, docu-series. They should actively consume and listen to podcasts and understand what's possible in the planning and then suggest to you how you can push the envelope beyond man speaks to man. A lot of great podcast agencies, interestingly, are run by people who've come from radio. And one of the reasons is, is that, for example, if you worked in commercial radio, you would have by default been drilled into with the idea that you can't start a feature or a piece or a five minute with the idea of this is what we as a brand want to talk about. No, it doesn't work like that because commercial radio know their audience very well and therefore they would design that piece with the audience in mind. What does the audience want to hear? What's interesting to them? So your podcast agencies should know this. They should know what your audience wants to talk about. They should know what the key talking points are, whatever platforms and data tools they use for that. They need to be equipped with this because if they're not, then yes, sure. Let's talk about what you want to talk about, but that may be way off base. A good podcast agency will tell you what the key talking points are now. People want to talk about these issues in your space. Of course, you know your audience very well. You know who your buyers are, who your partners are, better than anybody else. So you can help the podcast agency by defining that. But what they should be coming back to you and saying is, this is the key talking points. These are the meta messages in this space that are hot right now. And by the way, that keeps changing. And this planning needs to be reviewed on a regular basis. So a good podcast agency will be taking the lead in that process and telling you, 
this is what's hot and this is what's not. And if you have key talking points internally, which you probably have, if you're a comms leader or a B2B marketing head, you probably deal with these conversations every single day. Repeat conversations, key talking points. You know what they are. There may be four to six key talking points that define your brand today. What you've got to do is you've got to marry your internal key talking points with external ones. Maybe there is a little tweaking to do. But this is no different from designing your website with Google in mind, right? You might want to talk about your stick on your website, but are people searching for that on Google? It doesn't mean completely changing your narrative. It just means adapting the, you know, almost like interfacing your narrative with what the public understands. Because the public may not understand why this is important, but they may understand it through a different lens. Take, for example, let's say your business was artificial intelligence based and you're a B2B marketing head and your goal was to create thought leadership in this space. Now, the question is, are your buyers, are your partners, are your existing clients that you want to influence searching for the things that you talk about? Now, probably yes, but in a different way. You think about the interface you maybe are talking about AI and ethics, or you may be talking about machine learning algorithms. And from their side, they may be thinking about business processes or digital transformation or, you know, remote workforces. That's maybe what your buyers are thinking. Now, what you have to do is you have to say, okay, how do we make what we talk about relevant to what they're interested in? In the same way, if you would come from the world of news, you would know that every day there is news that never changes. And therefore, there are small windows of attention that open up. Yeah, today maybe Meghan and Prince Harry, or it might be Clubhouse, or it might be the election, or it might be Valentine's Day, or it might be International Women's Day. And these small conduits of attention open up and they provide an opportunity to interface your key talking points into what's relevant today. And in the planning function of a podcast agency, they should really be taking the lead on that. If not, you run the risk of producing stuff that gets lost into the void. You might get a couple of hundred listeners, but I guarantee you'll fail to get the key aligned listener. And what I'm talking about is the gold of your audience. Aligned listeners, meaning those listeners that care about what you talk about and they're on the journey with you. They'll subscribe to your podcast and they will listen to every single episode. And if you want the gold, you've got to mine where the gold is. The, the gold isn't not in the gold mines. It's what people are doing with their podcast strategies today. They're talking about things people don't care about and they're relying on guests to share their content and getting static, stagnant results. It's going back to the Amazon days 
you can't use those strategies anymore, folks. You need a podcast agency that understands what people want to hear and importantly can help you mine where the gold is, which is on store. I'll talk about that in the last P. The third P is pitch. What is the big idea? What is the narrative arc of this podcast that gets me coming back? I see too many people producing a podcast in a haphazard way, mainly because the podcast agency hasn't provided any narrative lead. You know, you're dealing with people who are too busy. I'm talking about comms heads and marketing heads, and it's not their function to sit and stare out of the window and think of big ideas in their content. That's what a podcast agency should do. It just said, look, okay, I understand your business objectives. I understand what you care about and what you talk about. That's given me a good idea of your brand personality. Now here's the pitch. And that pitch should be based on that podcast agency's experience. They understand what works and what doesn't work and understanding of what's going on in the market today. So a good podcast agency should say to you, right, what about this idea? I've done my research. I can see this brand, similar category, different market, different country talking about X, Y, Z. Now, this is a popular podcast. It's a format that we could use, build on and make better for you. That's that format. It's de-risking it. What a, an uninformed and inexperienced podcast agency will do is just let you, you know, design the podcast. It's not your job. It's not what you should be doing. Your job is to ensure that you move the needle on your business objectives. The podcast agency should be pitching you the big idea to do that, right? And it should be done on fully understanding your business objectives and what your brand is about. And they should do the research. They should come back with ideas and pitches. This is what we found. This is what we think might work for you. Here's the idea. And it should take you beyond man talks to boring man and start crafting audio narratives about what you're about. Because again, it comes back to radio. In the old days, even in Amazon and publishing, you could publish a book and get away with it. But now you have to create stuff that's engaging. Audiences are becoming educated and even in some ways discerning. Just like you wouldn't get away today with a website from 1998 with spinning GIFs and, you know, the kind of... I also remember the tables from the early HTML websites with, you know, like thick borders on them, ugly things, but and grey backgrounds as well. That's how it was. You wouldn't get away with that anymore. In the same way, you can't get away and won't get away with man speaks to boring man formats. The bar is being raised, especially if you look around the world at podcast formats now, you look at the great work of, Podcast agencies like Noiser and uh, Fresh Air, for example, in the UK, and you've got um, Pacific Content and Evergreen in the US, North America. 
producing great content. They really are raising the bar. Gimlet, of course, who really started it all. And, you know, Apple, uh, Spotify, and increasingly Amazon want to promote that kind of content. Amazon bought Wondery. And you listen to their podcast content. That's what people expect now. So the pitch should really take that into account. You know, if your agency is coming to you and it's just like, okay, we'll record your podcast and that's it. You tell us what you want to do and we'll just hit record. That's okay, but they're not an agency. They're at production and that's outsourced and that's okay. It has a place. But if you want somebody to move the business needle, you need an agency who understands all of the P. So the fourth P is production. This is a hygiene factor really in business now. You know, you need an agency that uses the right equipment. This is, I mean, this is pretty much basic stuff. And, you know, they understand microphones. They understand microphone technique as well. Like I hear so many podcasts which are recorded. They've got good microphones, but they're sitting a meter back from the mic. You know, that's clearly somebody who doesn't understand mic technique. Look at commercial radio or any kind of radio. They eat the microphone like an ice cream. You need to get that close. I'm sitting here right now, literally two centimeters away from the Shure SM7B microphones we use. You don't get any kind of depth of authenticity, emotion in the words if you're sitting way back. I'm going to sit way back and show you how it sounds. So this is me talking to you from a meter away on the microphone. You can hear reverb. And I, bear in mind, I'm sitting in a room which has audio dampening in it. Most offices are stone walls, glass walls, square. These are like terrible conditions for acoustics. So your podcast agency should understand all of this when you're recording. Not only should it help with the audio setup, but it should help you understand which best room to record in. You know, get an engineer to go and sound test the room. That's what we do. When we do a recording with a business, we sound test the room. Quite often, uh, you know, like business owners, business leaders, heads of comms, heads of marketing, they don't understand audio engineering. They don't understand audio diffraction. They don't understand what an audio baffler is. They don't need to take a degree in sound design, nor should they. That's the job of the podcast agency. A podcast agency should say, this is the best room. Not because it's the coolest room, but it's the one with the least reverb. It's the one that we can get the best sound. Because I tell you, when you're in a room where there's a lot of reverb, suddenly now the connection with the guest is very different. And it's all about connection. That's a huge difference. An agency should understand that. So that's the production factor. Hygiene, really. Let's talk about the fifth P. Promotion. It's getting easier to produce and harder to promote. Promotion really means growing your organic audience. If your podcast agency is suggesting that the way to grow your podcast is through sharing 
the podcast on social media, through your friends, through your network. They're stuck in 2019, folks. It doesn't work anymore. Like, in the same way, a digital agency would not rely on creating a website and then just relying on sharing to get it there. It would start with Google and how important that is for organic traffic long term. Yeah, you can share, but, you know, sooner or later the sharing runs dry and gets a bit old. But Google goes on forever. You tap that, you get into the fire hose that Google can give you for your website and you will get organic traffic to the end of days until Google changes its algorithm. So a good podcast agency should understand that Google equivalents in the world of audio. And just as you design with Google in mind for a website, you also design with Spotify, Apple, and even Google podcasts, Amazon increasingly, and depending on your local markets, Simalaya, Ghana in mind, these all are the factors that will make or break your organic traffic long term. You know, your podcast agency should help you in running experiments. It should help you understand the difference between on-store and off-store promotion. Ask them, what is the difference? What are they going to do on-store promotion? It's easy to create an audiogram. It's easy to create a quote card. Those are fine. But if you want to grow an audience beyond that, organically, and organic obviously is where you get real leverage because you can hustle and hustle and hustle and you can bug and bug and bug guests to share your content. But you know what? Very little of that actually converts to listeners long-term. It's flyby audiences. It's transitory. They'll come and listen to John's episode because they like John, but they don't care about Mary. And therefore, if you want to build an audience, you have to mind where the gold is. And that comes from understanding on-store promotion. SEO, for example. Increasingly, this is a factor that your agency should understand. What goes back to planning goes back to performance. In the planning stage, remember, we talked about key talking points. How do those convert into keyword searches? So remember artificial intelligence and ethics or artificial intelligence as your key talking point? Well, people might not be searching for that. They might be searching for, um, you know, workflow, or they might be searching for business process, or they might be searching for business optimization, or they might be searching for digital transformation. A good podcast agency should know that and help you understand how to optimize your podcast for the algorithm, the gods that will make or break your podcast long-term, the gods of Spotify and Apple. You anger the gods, you ain't getting any traffic, folks. No matter how good your podcast is, you know, your podcast agency should be an auger, a soothsayer, a direct line to the gods of podcasting. They should understand, just like the oracles did in the old days, the oracles of Greece, where you would go and they would cast the stones and tell you what the gods wanted. 
A good podcast agency should do the same. This is what Spotify wants right now. And if you make Spotify happy, the gods of podcasts will send you a lot of traffic. You know, you only have to look at store rankings today to understand what Spotify and Apple want. There's the clue. Read the runes. What do they think is important? And then look at what's important and make yourself more like that. If the average business podcast, as it does, publishes 6.3 episodes a month, then you should think about your cadence. One a month is not enough. You should think about your store ranking and increasing your cadence because that's what audiences expect now. And Amazon, Spotify, Apple, Google will want you to publish regularly because the more regular you are, the more likely you are to bring people back. That's how they build their platform. They don't want you to send a ton of people and those people just go away, never come back, as they do with the guest sharing strategy. A good podcast agency should be helping you with measurable goals that they help set to grow your organic traffic. How do we get you into the top 20 in this category? Does it even know what your category is? Does it help you choose the right category? These are important factors. Does it help you plan with the right cadence? Does it help you understand the right length of your podcast? Everybody asks, how long should my podcast be? If you listen to non-podcast listeners, they say 10 minutes. If you listen to podcast listeners, they say 10 hours. Well, the answer is in your category. What's the average for your category? Particularly, what's the average audio length for the top 20 in your category? That tells you what Spotify and Apple want. It's as simple as that. It's not rocket science. And it also tells you what your audiences are primed to listen to. What are they trained to expect? If the average, for example, in business is 34 minutes, uh, well, that's kind of what you should be shooting for. But that varies a lot by category. So you need to understand how that works with your category in the promotion side. And then lastly is performance, coming back full circle. You know, you need to review with your podcast agency how this podcast is moving the metrics of your business. That needs to be a key part of the role podcast agency plays. A true podcast agency who sits at you at the top table and helps grow your business. I mean, if you're a head of marketing or you're a head of B2B marketing, you're a head of comms, that's the partnership you need to have. If you're treating your agency just as an outsourced creative, that's fine, but don't expect them to change anything in your business. They're just fulfilling your delegated tasks, which is okay. There's a place for that. However, if you actually want to change, if you want to improve the metrics, you need to sit at the top table with the podcast agency. So it's not just about what the podcast agency should be doing for you. It's also about how you should work with the podcast agency. You need to think of them in that context as opposed to just a runaround to get the job done. You can't expect the runaround to get the job done and then actually change anything for you which is kind of in many ways how some people treat agencies. 
which is fine. It has a place, for example, in design. You know, design hasn't necessarily had a big impact on the KPI of the business. But podcasting isn't about that. These are your business leaders communicating authentically to generate share of voice in a more effective way than traditional communications and marketing may ever do. It's costly in terms of their time, you know, to get a leader to commit one hour of his time. Like, for example, we do with McKinsey and the Future of Asia with Oliver Tomby, the chairman of McKinsey Asia. That's an investment. So you better make sure that that investment is impacting the business. The last P, I didn't say there were six Ps, but actually there are a bonus P. So the sixth P that I want to share with you, which is probably a really good acid test of a podcast agency and probably a good way of eliminating them at the table stakes. That The sixth P is podcast. Does this podcast agency podcast themselves? Seems crazy, right? You know, in the old days, many advertising agencies didn't advertise. And where are ad agencies now? They disappeared. They, they thought it was below them. They thought they didn't need to do it. And yet they were selling this to clients. In the same way, there is a risk that there are podcast agencies out there who were happily, and maybe they're too busy, you know, I've fallen foul of this myself at the agency. Just too busy sometimes to create their own podcast. But you know what? So are clients. And so if they don't make the time for the podcast, they don't see the value or they don't believe in it. And that's okay with a production outsourced unit. Fine. They're just taking orders and dealing with them faithfully. But if you bring in an agency as a creative to work with you, to improve share of voice, to create brand authority and thought leadership, how are they using their podcast to do exactly the same? If they're not, then, well, you are effectively bankrolling their education. Do you want to take that risk? In the same way in the old days with ad agencies, many brands spent millions, wasted millions of dollars bankrolling the marketing of their agencies because the agencies won the Cannes Lions on the client's account, the client's dollar. But you don't want to do that. Those days are long gone. What you want is an agency that believes, practices what they preach. So the sixth P, and maybe the first P, really, when you talk to a podcast agency, look at their podcasts. What are they doing for themselves? And how are they using podcasts to do all the things that they claim that they will do for you, for themselves? Because they would have learned the lessons the hard way investing in themselves, just in the same way many investors would never invest in a startup where the founder didn't have skin in the game. If the founder doesn't have skin in the game, invested his own savings in that startup, 
then why should you? He doesn't believe in what he's talking about. So I would put it to you before you engage a podcast agency, take a look. Ask to see their podcast. Take a look at their website. What are they doing for themselves? Could be the founder. Could be any of the team. Could be their own podcast. They might only produce one. That's fine. But that may be one more than the average podcast agency. And if that's the case, well, I'll let you decide what the best thing to do is. So hopefully today, this episode, me, Graham Brown at Pickle, P-I-K-K-A-L, for those interested. Sounds like Google. But to be honest, it was the only six-letter domain name I could find. That's one story. And the other is, is that pickle is fresh. It's a lime, here in Asia at least. It's invigorating. Well, believe what you want. Point is, is what matters is, at the end of the day, how do we help your business grow? Branding really isn't as important as results. So approach your podcast in the same way. I'm at pickle.com, P-I-K-K-A-L.com. But you don't need to work with us. You can work with any agency around the world. But use these questions to help inform your decision. And if you want intros to those agencies, I'm happy to do that. We've got connections with 12 agencies around the world that we work with and happy to direct traffic, at least help you in that decision-making process, like hopefully this podcast has been. Thanks for listening. My name's Graham Brown.